previously on the Crenshaw Corner. Whatever. Typically, the town or the town handyman, one of the three, Whatever, he gonna bruh. be. Whatever. You know, he breaks down her guard. <laughs> you know, and then at the end, you know, she has to make a choice: does she go back to the big city, or does she stay in the small town? You know those movies. And my husband like OX wrestlers. No, it's gone, not, gone, gone movie. It's not really ex wrestlers. Gone, gone, gone uh, movie stars. I, no, I, I, I bet. it's the. Well, hello there, family. What's up? I didn't see you there. Hi guys. And welcome back to another edition of the Crenshaw Corner. Not edition, you better edition. be fancy. I am your host Sanchez Crenshaw and as always I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. That's me guys. The apple of my eye. I am. The wind beneath my wings. The rib that completes me. The rose to my jack. You, you just gonna keep going. I was still lifting you up Well we done done with the lifting up part <laughs> But I wasn't done We done uh, Who you want me to do? You are the rose to my jack Jack and Jill and I'm the hill to my jack. Oh, Okay who did is Did you Jill? really just say Jack I and Jill? I did Who is Jack and Rose? Rose and Jack man that- She was an aristocrat He was of, of common class No First of all Stop saying it like if you say it again what? I'm, so I'm gonna know it because you Rose should. And Jack. Actually, that doesn't should. help me like know it because you say Actually, it again. Everyone in the world knows Rose and Jack. Uh, she was an aristocrat. He I was don't a, know. he was of common folk. Their love was quick yet tragic. It happened over it happened over uh, over a journey. They fell in love over a journey. Is this Harlem Nights? Because you said quick. <laughs> I was thinking. I'm gonna revoke every card you have right now. Okay. No. Every culture card you have okay. is being revoked. No, it's not Harlem Nights, man. Over a journey. Yeah, they fell in love on a journey. On a journey. It was a tragic journey, but it was a journey nevertheless. Is this Gilligan's Island? <laughs> no, you ask for Oh, Lord, you got my head hurting. I pro- I'm not trying to be. I'm you so serious right now. You know I'm ser- so serious. I don't know these people. So when you. S- I'm taking these context clues like there tragic and all that. I'm trying to bring not it together. A rose and or a jack nowhere near the island of Gilligan. Well, I only remember. Hold on. Gilligan. The professor. Oh, Lord. Is we really doing this? It's Gilligan. <laughs> The skipper too. Okay. The millionaire. Okay. And his, and his wife. wife. Uh-huh. The movie star. star. The professor and Mary Ann here on, on Gilligan's Isle. Thank you. But that's not what I'm so, discussing. So, so then that's right not what we're discussing. Now. Great. What um, I'm discussing right now is Rose and is Jack. Rose and Jack. It was, me, it was how, a love triangle. There was another aristocrat in Jack's way. I'm gonna do like they do the spelling bee. Can you put that in another form, please? They hit an iceberg. A iceberg ended their love. Titanic. Yes, man. Titanic. Oh my god, babe, are you serious? I'm so dead serious. 
at 95% of our audience right now is screaming, how did Titanic, how do you not know? No, there was not. room on the board. She just didn't let him on. No, Jack could have no. lived too. The, I first of all, I've never seen Titanic, number one. That's, the that's closest crazy. that I've been to Titanic is when we went to Vegas. And remember, they had the Titanic ex, um, exhibit, exhibit yes. which was super cool, actually. But that's not what I'm discussing. I'm discussing and the, movie. the fact. I know, but the fact that in the exit in inside of the boat, whatever, in certain areas was cold. Yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, it was, I don't it was, know, but I don't know was, these uh, people that you speak of. It was a little creepy though. It, it was, was a little creepy. But I don't know these people you speak of. Rose and Jack, man. Well, now I know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rose and Jack, what's going on, family? What is going on, guys? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. What That's is my wife, going on? Family, I my wife. have never watched Titanic. Mm-hmm. Titanic. I so well, family. You know if you have an attitude about it, I love you. I'm sorry if it's, they say it's the best love story and death story and all that. I I don't want to watch that. Actually, you know what? Especially when it's five hours. Does it? First of all, Titanic is not five. How many hours? hours? It's three and a half. Two months. Not five. Who? I don't want to invest my time in that. But also, and actually, you know what? It's not even. It's not even your fault. That's my fault. That's my fault. His name not Jack. No, no. Is it, Rose? it is Rose. It is Jack. Okay. It is Titanic. Mm-hmm. It is one of the greatest cinematic love stories. Mm, wow. Let some people tell it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, though, next time I will I will talk about uh, a writer and a prince, <laughs> or, or 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 editor and a prince. Yeah, all my lifetime movies. Thank or you. Or a baker and a prince. Can you please? <laughs> Thanks. Or or a soccer mom and who a prince went through a divorce and a prince and a prince. Yeah, so next time I'll just I'll just name a prince. Don't want people movie. to know that he's a prince. They don't want people to know so he he's can a prince. Live a normal life because he just wants a common. He, he just wants a common, common life. life. Right. But his mom ain't gonna let him have a common life. Right. And then she gonna intervene. Mm-hmm. And then she gonna down talk mm-hmm. the girl who gonna leave because it's the best course for the for her for future prince. And then he gonna <laughs> turn on his mama and he gonna tell his mama, "Well, you you got a book tradition." And then um, hello? he going to leave and go sir, get her. Yeah. Sir, don't What's hate that? on my movies. My movies I'm, are amazing. That's the plot of my all of them. My movies are amazing. It is 37 different Prince movies, and that's the plot of I'm all of them. I'm just saying it's a great movie. Family, hello. How we doing? Hi, guys. So, sorry about that. Um, he not sorry, As y'all. always, my wife went on a little... Um, nope. She's known to go left. No, he went um, all the way left. So, family, welcome. Jealousy made him do that, y'all. Jealousy? Je- what am I jealous of? My though? movies. My movie picks. Wow. Don't wow. hate my... You can. You two can have good movie picks, bro. You don't have to, like, be, mm. like, all upset about my movie picks, though. Okay, I'm just before saying. Before we continue, first, babe. Yeah. You would have to first select a good movie. Right. Before you can say I'm jealous of your good movie picks. Jealous. You haven't selected a good movie. Did you get a range in my voice, bro? There was no range. There was no range. There was a dying coyote, but there was no range. But you haven't selected a good movie since 1936. Are you still talking to me about this I'm movie, dude? I'm just saying. I'm not Family. Gonna, I'm not. Just come on, house clean. Welcome. House clean. Family, welcome. Hi, guys. So happy you're here. We are. So glad you're listening. Yes, Lord. Whether this is your first time. Mm-hmm, bless your heart. Or your hundredth time. Come on now. We're so happy you're here. How many How many episodes? Uh, we're in 220-something, 230s. It's, it's the mid-twos. It's the, it's, it's the mid-twos. Yeah, I got you. Okay. It's a lot of episodes. Lot of so, episodes. family, we thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. How are you listening? Whether it's on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, 
um, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or on our own personal website at www.thecrunchdarkcorner.com. Come on now. We thank you so much for listening. That's nice. As always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, Mm -hmm. which means we can be found on the socials. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, all under the Crenshaw Corner. Yes. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcornergmail.com. Yay. Now, babe, before we actually yeah. start the actual yeah, real I have conversation. I something to say too. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. you go first. Because I, I, I have a little kind of a, I got to get on my soapbox for a moment and I got to rant. <sighs> but gosh. I want you to go first. Thank you. You're so polite. Thank no you so very much. Talk to me. Um, I was just thinking um, when we were talking about how many episodes we had. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I just wanted to explain to the new family because we love you guys so much. And thank you guys so much again for listening. We greatly it. appreciate it. You can definitely become family by listening to us again and again and inviting some people and then your Bring family. A Bring a friend and it's, and it's a family. But what I do want to say to you um some of our listeners who've been listening to us from the beginning because we love you guys so much much. uh just want to explain something to you guys there will be times that we will throw throwbacks out there for you and the reason why because we have new family members coming in who may not have heard it or don't want to go back a (laughs) hundred some odd episodes back so every now and then we'll throw uh a throwback i guess you say throw yeah throwback um at you guys and yeah what is it again re-release an episode or two we so educated release uh, anyway um and so i just want to say that to our uh family members who's been with us from the beginning we do that for the new members who have me- maybe never even heard of the crunch corner or what we do so we throw those back out there so they can get an opportunity to hear those as well as versus going so far back right. so i just wanted to put that out there cool. now why are you on your sofa i'm a rant for a moment how long is this going to take though baby it's not going to take long I promise okay you got one minute I don't have well it's going to take more than a minute no babe no because um, I don't have a lot in me um, family I mm-hmm. just this is this is more of a public service announcement mm. um, not so much as a rant okay but I I synced something mm-hmm, are you synced I synced something mm-hmm. the other day okay um, I was traveling um, a longer journey mm. And I was on this particular road okay. in our local area. Come on now. And I sent something that I had never I already know what you're about to that say. That I never thought oh I'd see in my life. Goodness, baby. So I passed um a wooded area. Um it was a wooded area along the local highway that I was traveling. And I happened to look to my right of my vehicle, um, out of my peripherals. And out of my peripherals I saw um a coyote. Um now in the area that we're in um, coyotes have become prominent um, yeah, that's crazy in our area. It happening. It's because their natural habitat, it, people building them houses yeah, and condos, condos and, yeah. and apartments. Taking and all their space. Yeah, so absolutely. they're trying to find somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so they become a little more prominent um, in, in public areas. Mm-hmm. So I saw one and he was terrified and he was on the road. And first of all, seeing a coyote during the day it's kind of odd for me mm-hmm. um but he was in he was a single coyote he was by himself he didn't have a date he didn't have a date he was by himself <laughs> okay he was he was dolo uh-huh. he was dolo he was dolo <laughs> dolo and okay. uh, i haven't said that in years mm, he was dolo. age yourself <laughs> I bro did, i did age myself uh, but he was and he was in a stance that it obviously that he was frightened and minding his business and minding his business my god and the reason that he was frightened 
and minding his business is because a pedestrian just decided to get out their car, <laughs> roll up on a wild animal, and just start taking pictures of it. Can y'all please stop it? Leave these animals alone. Leave them. Every animal is not domesticated. Every animal is not for a human to just wall up on Mm-mm. and just start taking pictures. Now, if the wild coyote would have bit her ankle off. See, I said ear. <laughs> okay, go ahead, ankle. Mm-hmm. Now, now the coyote got to be put down when the coyote was just minding his business. In his area. In his life. In now, his neighborhood. Here is the moral of the story. Ooh, there's a moral. People leave wild animals alone. Please. Everything ain't cute and cuddly. No, it's not. The dude... Thought he, the dude thought bears was cute and cuddly too, and he went out in the wilderness and lived with him until they ate him. Ooh. So, Thanks, babe. moral of the story mm-hmm. people, leave the wild animals alone. alone. That's yeah. all I had to say. That was nice. Yeah, this is a little odd episode, but baby, what are we talking about? <laughs> Listen, so here's the situation. It's it's just it's just a simple conversation. Because that's what happens. We normally just have simple conversations simple anyway, conversations. but this is really a simple conversation. I want to understand why people keep arguing with other people about who they are. Ooh. Which means if someone shows you who they are, stop telling them that's not who they are and telling them that they're wrong after they showed you time and time again who they are oh why do people why as people do we have a hard time believing that people are just a certain way right and that's just who they are versus thing that we can change them or this is not really who they are and we keep giving them third three and four and five chances to be something else that they just cannot be if that makes sense right so yeah, it actually makes so sense. i'm i'm curious on your thoughts on that because right. i've been seeing that lately yeah um around me and i'm like respect this is who they are respect them and move forward that That's reminded it. me of uh a video i saw on the tickety talks on the who on the tickety talks okay cool cool, cool. Uh, cool i showed cool. it to you you said you had seen it before but there was a there's a gentleman i that and i thoroughly enjoy his content mm-hmm. don't know his name um i happened to come across him Jeff? i have no idea and gotcha. i apologize for that mm-hmm. uh, he does different things like there was this one where um it was raining he had walked out in the rain. He stood there, and then he ran back under cover. Um, and he used that as an analogy of how people don't people don't walk out on faith because as soon as they as soon as they experience a little adversity, mm-hmm. then they run back to shelter. The old, yeah, they run back to the old. Mm, um, they run back good. under cover, mm-hmm. and they don't go through the rain to get to the other side mm-hmm. because going through the rain is the faith walk, mm-hmm. but it's uncomfortable to go through the rain. And it's a beautiful analogy, but what you were just referring to reminded me of one that I saw he did where he was sitting by his car and he had a laundry basket and the laundry basket was the old fashioned laundry basket with the holes in it. And he had a water hose mm-hmm. and he was trying to, he was using a water hose to fill up the basket. And his friend was like, yo, man, what are you doing? You know, why are you doing that? All the water's running out. And he was, and he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, but this is what people do to people. Mm-hmm. A person will show you all their flaws. A person will show you who they are. A person mm-hmm. will show you, you know, that what you're pouring into is not being reciprocated. It's not being received. Mm-hmm. And yet you spend all your time pouring into this person. And, and you're depleting yourself, pouring into a person, mm-hmm. trying to change their flaws. When they when they don't want to when they and, don't want to change their flaws and they can't replenish and they can't replenish you. you and you brought that up and I think a lot of the times it's 
to be honest, I think in a lot of time it's selfish. Mm, okay. I think, but I think we don't want to recognize a person's flaws is because we personally need them in our lives for some reason, mm, okay. for whatever the reason is. It is a selfish reason that we want this person, whether whether it's they bring something to our life, whether or not whether or not we're too scared to move on in our life, mm-hmm. or there's something there's something there's a need there. Okay. Or even or even it's the um the Superman syndrome where we just want to save you. We just want to save a person. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to accept who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the person's if the person's immature, you can't you can't fix that. Mm-mm. You can't change that. But they've shown you time and time again that they're immature. Mm-hmm. They've shown you that they're not responsible. They don't care about being responsible. Mm-hmm. They don't care about doing the right thing the mm-hmm. right way. They could care less. But right. yet you keep pouring into them because you keep telling them, well, I see the potential in you. Mm-hmm. I know your potential. I know what you can do. But you're not God. That and they don't want it. And they don't want it. And if and here's the thing. If they don't see it, then they don't see it. And you can't force it. I think a lot. That's a lot of spent energy that you could be doing something for yourself. Yeah. And 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 what what brought up this topic is because this up? has been such a wild month, right? It has for it has the, been for the Crenshaw, Crenshaw, the Crenshaw been clan. A, it's been a wild month. Really wild month. Yeah. And so I'm looking at people, and I'm like, why? Like, I'm expecting you to be a certain way, right? Or expecting you to have some common sense to be a certain way, or I'm expecting you to know to do a certain thing, right? as humans as people right and that's where and then i get disappointed or angry because you're not doing what i expect you to do or what i think you should be doing or what i think you should know how to do does that make sense you know it makes perfect sense. and so but this is not the first time that you showed me this side of yourself right and i'm still trying like oh no i'm gonna give you another chance up i'm gonna give you another chance so the frustration is i'm not frustrated at them because they are being who they are i'm frustrating at me waiting for them to change or think they're going to change or think that they are going to do something different when they're not. This is a thing that I think I forgot who it was. It was a, I don't know if it was a rapper. Somebody was like, if a snake is going to be a snake, if, a, if you get bit by a snake, don't get mad. A snake is doing what snakes do. Right. Right. And so sometimes we don't have, we have to understand that people do what they do, respect them right where they are. If that's, don't try to make them be anything that they're not respect them enough to go. This is where you are. You're on this level, right? This is the level you on. I may be on this level and maybe the level that you want works for you. The scorpion and the frog. Right. And it's okay for you. And so, but what I'm not going to do is aggravate myself, which is normally what people do, aggravate themselves because they think that the person should change or why they act in that way when they've been acting this way the entire the time. time, but you just didn't want to acknowledge it for what it was. Are right. You, are you familiar with the story of the scorpion and the frog? No, tell me. Tell me. So the scorpion and the frog. So there's a frog on a riverbank. Mm-hmm. The scorpion walks up to the frog and the scorpion says to the frog, Hey, would you mind giving me? Because scorpions can't swim. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind giving me a lift across the river to get to the other side? The frog says, "No. Why would I do that? You're a scorpion. You're gonna sting me." He said, "No. I promise I won't. I'm not gonna do that." He said, "No. You're a scorpion." He said, "We're gonna get out there. You're gonna sting me, and we're both gonna die." <laughs> wow. The scorpion said, no, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? Why would I risk my life? Why would I risk your life? I'm not going to do that. Come mm-hmm. on, give me a ride. Mm-hmm. So after a few minutes of the argument, 
the frog relents and so the frog lets the scorpion gets on its back and they, they start swimming across the river halfway across the scorpion stings the frog and they're still both drowning the, the frog turns to the scorpion and says why did you sting me the scorpion said I'm a scorpion that's what we do mm-hmm. they both die mm-hmm. the moral of the story is a person's nature is who they are it's who it's who they are mm-hmm. can a person's nature change yes mm-hmm. but the core essence of who you are it's who you are mm-hmm. and for that to change for someone to truly change their core essence there is nothing that you can do exactly to change their core essence right it has to be it, it, it is a partnership but it's not a partnership with you right it's not between them and no, god it is a partnership between them and god mm-hmm God is the only person that can change a person's true nature. Right. Exactly. And, and here's the kicker with that. Even with God, a person wants to, they want to have to change, change right. their core nature. He's not, not going to force Because God is not going to, even you. though he could, but he's a God of free will. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to force anyone to change their core nature. Right. And why do we say all this? And, and where are we going with this conversation? There's somebody, there's some family members that have people in their lives mm-hmm. that are emotional vampires. Yeah. They are draining the life force out of them. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it because we keep, we look at them and say, well, I know you can do better. Oh, I know waiting. you can be better. I know you can, I know you can move forward. I know you can do this. I know you can do that. So I'm just going to keep pouring and pouring and pouring into you. Till I'm empty. Until I'm empty. Mm-hmm. Even though every time I pour into you, every time I give you a chance to show me that you can be better, that you can do better, mm-hmm. you choose not to. Yeah. You make a conscious decision to do the opposite of what you need to do. Right. And I think another thing we when we're discussing this is because some family might hit need, need to have a release. Release yourself from that. Right. Release yourself from feeling that this person or the other person keeps doing the same thing over and over again. So do you release it. This is where, this is where they are right now. Like they said, people can change. They can be different, but right now in this season, that is where they are. And you have got to respect it because right now you're pouring so much into a, a, a hamper or a laundry basket with holes. And right now, by the time you finish, you are fully, fully empty, aggravated, frustrated, and mad at, at them when really it should be you because they've always showed you who they were. And it's time for you to just stop and let them do them and continue to do you, which doesn't mean you have to stop speaking to them or not being around them. Just know that what you're looking for them to give you, they cannot. Right. And, and, re- and respect yeah. that. And it means that you have to redefine your boundaries. Exactly. The older I get, uh, one one of the phrases that I find myself using mm-hmm. that my wife absolutely Ooh, despises. If you say it, <laughs> I'm at that age. You ain't at no age. <laughs> that's my, I rebuke that. That's I'm my at this favorite age. line right now. I'm, I'm at, at that this age. age, man. Listen, you young. But here's the thing. But see, I think you take it the wrong in the wrong context. I, I know. I know how you're saying it, but I like to say it the way I like to see it. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> the older I get, mm-hmm. there's one particular word. And the concept of this word that the older I get, the more I despise it. Mm. And that word mm. is labels. Mm-hmm. And there's a, I'm using another word for that titles. Mm-hmm. Labels slash titles will kill you. 
will yeah. kill a person mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, and emotionally mm-hmm. because we look at someone that has a certain title with us mm-hmm. or a certain label, whether that title is mother, father, brother, best friend, cousin, mm-hmm. and we think because they wear this certain title or have this certain label mm-hmm. that they should act a certain way. Or treat you a certain way. They should way. treat me a certain way Mm -hmm. they should hold me in a certain regard Mm -hmm. because we share a title or we have this title Mm -hmm. when that is so not the case so far from the truth when the crazy part is that if you if that same person that treated you the same way or did the same things to you if you remove that title from them you would have nothing to do with that person Mm -hmm. if 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 the person that was verbally abusive to you, um, mentally abusive to you, a user, if they, if, if they did not have the title of mama mm-hmm. or mother, brother, brother, auntie, you wouldn't even deal with that person. Yeah, you wouldn't. But the only reason you feel obligated to deal with this person mm-hmm. is because they have a certain title in your life. Right. So what I would say is, we need to go through our closet and start cutting some tags mm-hmm. and removing some labels. Mm-hmm. And then once we remove the label, let's re-examine to see, is this person still worthy enough to take the energy from me that they're taking? Right. Just totally zapping your energy from you. And and, and I, let me say this. Let me, no, let me, let me backtrack. Backtrack. You not they're not taking it you're willingly giving Give it away, yeah, it away. You you're willing giving it away and again this is because i we felt like there's somebody out there right now family was like i am drained i am tired i'm tired of saying the same thing over and over again to this person i don't know what to do i'm at my ends with let it go let it go let it let it let it go there, there's nothing if you're at your ends with then there's nothing that you can do but save yourself, right? And again, it doesn't mean you have to cut someone off or stop talking to them, but your boundaries have to be, this is as far as we could go. Yeah. This is this is as far as me and you can go. And everything else, you, you do, do you. Whatever, if you. If you love it, I love it too. You, if you like it, I like it too, right? And let them do what they need to do because it's taking a lot out of you and your time and your mind and your emotions and all of that stuff. And again, we get so angry but the person that we're really mad with is ourselves because we keep putting ourselves we keep putting ourselves in that position or in that predicament not wanting to believe right what the person is telling us Mm -hmm. when the person is they're being as honest with you as they can be Mm -hmm. and they're being as honest with you by their actions Mm -hmm. this is who they are yeah not saying that down the line they may not be somebody different like you said but right but in this season Mm -hmm. right now this is who they are but we want to fight people on their truth ain't that crazy which is crazy why are we fighting people on their on their truth if that right now is your truth then that's your truth See, that's the thing. That is the truth. Mm-hmm. There are things that, that are undeniably true. Mm-hmm. But then, unfortunately, within how we're built, each individual has his truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, because and how that works is that two people can go through the exact same situation siblings at the exact in the same, same time. House, same yeah. parents. Two siblings <laughs> in, the exact, in, in the same house at uh-huh. the same time being raised by the same parent mm-hmm. come out with two 
different experiences. Yes, absolutely. Your truth and my truth, totally different, even though we were in the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell you, but I don't want to believe your truth. I want to tell you that your truth was a, is a lie. Right, because we think we know better. Because we, because th- I think I know better. And 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 parents, chill out. Chill out as these kids get older. Chill out. I know you want to protect them and keep them and save them. And you think you know better. But let them go the way that they need to go for right now. Yeah. Let them go the way they need to go for right now. And let God handle what he needs to handle for them and through them and with them. And I think sometimes even with that, we get frustrated. Like we, our children, we raise them. They should know because, you know, we say it. Yeah, you should know better. You should know better. You didn't even come. You didn't come from a household that yeah. did this. You didn't. I didn't, ra- I didn't no, raise no. you. I didn't raise you yeah, like parents this. Parents are I didn't raise you that way. Right, and you get so frustrated and aggravated as they get older, and they're they're doing a whole detour to what you taught them or raised them. And it's okay if that's where they are right now. They've shown you who they are right now. Let them be that. Yeah. Let them be that. Here's the thing. And we get it. We misunderstand it. I'm gonna come back to something in a minute. Mm-hmm. But we misunderstand it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times, we always say, "I've done everything I can do. Mm-hmm. Now all I can do is pray." <laughs> because I've done, I've exhausted all my other resources. All my energy. I've exhausted my energy. Mm-hmm. So now that I've exhausted all my my all my energy, mm-hmm. so now I'm gonna pray. Yeah. And that's so backwards. Prayer comes first. Yeah. Prayer is first. Mm-hmm. Before you exhaust any energy, before you do anything, mm-hmm. prayer is first. Yeah. And then once you pray, because you that that's a conversation, you have that conversation, and then you stop, and then you listen. Mm-hmm. Be patient. And then you move from what you hear. Mm-hmm. But we but we're so busy wanting to do it. The, we want to do it backwards. We want to try to fix it. And we want to try to fix the person, and we I know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to guide you and tell you what's say, best. Say that thing again. I I yeah, know I, a, what's best for you. There's a lot you. of I statements in Oof. there, and so I know what's best. So mm-hmm. I I I and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and that goes back to what I said because sometimes our motives are selfish motives. Yeah, because I know best. You should listen to me because mm-hmm. I know best. Right. And so and now once again, so we're expelling all this energy into this person. Mm-hmm. And we're pouring all that we're pouring and pouring and pouring when the person is telling you right now, I don't care what you're saying. Right. Right now you're pouring into a cup and the person that you pour in the cup is actually dumping this, what you're pouring no, out of the cup. Not even so much as that. You pour into a, a you know, your styrofoam cup and you cut the bottom out of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So now you pour into a cup with no bottle. Yeah. But see, the reason why I said that you pour into a cup and when you pour into it, they're pointed out. Right. Because sometimes it's so indignant. This right? is true. It's so it is they so just blatantly just showing blatantly you who they are. Showing you who they are. Very indignant with it. And you're still pouring pouring. And then once that cup is full from you, they pour it out. Yeah. To let you know whatever you've given, whatever you said, whatever you felt was not important in this season. And again, we're gonna keep saying this season because people change and they can't change. But right now in this season, what you're trying to give me, I don't need and I don't want. And when that when they tell you and they keep showing you that time and time again and keep pouring the cup out and you keep getting empty and emptier you need to go okay this is where you are in this season let me leave you there yeah there's nothing else for me to say and for the family it's like you know that's all well and good but y'all some hypocrites and y'all want me to turn my back on my family and y'all want me to do this that's not what we're saying no 
Because here's the thing I can still deal with you I can still be with you I mm-hmm. can spend time with you But and not allow you to zap my energy Right I think it was Was it Lisa, Lisa Turkis? I think it was Lisa, Lisa Turkis that, that did the Yes the, Yeah mm-hmm. So she was talking about ener- Basically I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. It was energy matching mm-hmm. Think of it like this family So Your energy Goes from zero to ten Ten is the highest mm-hmm. Okay and everybody you encounter, and I'm so paraphrasing what she said. This is this is just kind of the gist. Yeah. But so your energy is from zero to ten. Ten is the highest. Zero, you have nothing left. You just you just need a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ten, you ready to run a marathon? Zero, you just need a nap. You don't even get out of bed. You, you don't even stay. get out of bed. You just stay. You just stay. Everyone you encounter, mm-hmm. they take a different level of your energy. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a one or two, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is you have to start siphoning out your energy and deciding what level of energy do you want this person to take? Mm -hmm. Because there are some people in my life that I love, that I absolutely adore and Mm -hmm. I will spend time with. But they don't get they don't get any more than a two from me Mm -hmm. because they're giving out twos. Yeah, because they're giving out twos. Right. So I'm a believer in matching energy. Right. Exactly. I'm a match your energy. Well, I'm gonna give you a fi- a level five if you're only giving me a level two. You're only giving me a two. I gotta drop three notches down to deal with what we're talking about or the season that you're in. That you're in. No. You know how exhausting That's that is? exhausting. That's exhausting. That is exhausting. So now, not only so now I gotta drop. In a lot of the times, the energy that I'm bringing to a situation, I'm bringing a seven or an eight. Mm-hmm. And you bringing a and you bringing a two. So I'm a macho too. So you know how far I gotta go, how much I have to deplete myself mm-hmm. to get to where you are to get to your energy. No, yep. for you never even to attempt to raise your energy level. Mm-mm. So now, now you a two, I'm a two. You, you, I'm depleted. I ain't got nothing else. And you done went on with your happy little life. I'm just happy because you're happy at a two. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where we have to respect people at. We have to respect people. If a two is where they are right now, respect it. Yes, you want more for them. Yes, you're praying for them. But right now, if that's their season, respect the two season. Right now, I'm a, if I'm at a seven and you at a two, dagnabbit, you at a two and I'm at a seven. So therefore, I'm not going to bring you seven energy. Yeah, I'm going to bring you two energy. Because there's no need of me giving you seven energy because you right now you're not ready for seven energy. So I, I see you. You t- I look at you. You at two energy. So whatever two energy is for me is what the energy I'm going to give you where you are for your two. I'm not going to bring seven because seven is too hot and heavy for you right now. And you can't handle it. And I'm going to get frustrated because you don't understand my energy, my seven energy. Why is it so hype? Why is it? Why you want this and why you want that? Yeah. So it's best to, if this is where you are, I'm going to give you this energy right now sometimes the best thing you can do for I someone was, I was serious about that one. yeah you dead serious about that <laughs> one sometimes the best thing you can do for someone mm-hmm. is just let let them know you're there for them mm, that's it that's it that's it the the best thing mm-hmm. that my biological mother ever did for me was let me sit in jail mm. that was the best thing she ever did for me Mm. Uh, I think I've told the story before Uh, I don't know maybe not Uh, so in my younger life um, I was not um, as law abiding of a citizen as I should have been but you are now yeah I am now thank you lord yeah 
Um, so I made some really bad decisions um, in my younger life, and I did some things that I'm I'm not proud necessarily proud of, but it defined the road and it defined who I am. And so, and I got into a situation that I had to sit as <laughs> as, as my son would say, I had to sit on a bench. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit on the bench for a while. Bench warmer. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, 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 I played the game in all the wrong ways. Mm-hmm. And so I had to sit on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have got me out. Uh, she could have done some things and made some moves and made some calls and made some things happen. And she could have got me out because I did have bail. I could have been bailed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but she chose not to. Um, she came to see me one time. Um she said that was the only time she was ever going to look at her son through a plexiglass. Mm-hmm. Um, so she came to see me the one time, and she said, you're going to have to sit this one out. And I did, and I sat out the whole time, and it was not the most pleasant um, of life to live, um, but it was the best thing for me because at that time in my life, the road I was heading on, I was either going to do a very long stint Mm-hmm. Or I was going to be in a casket mm-hmm. And that's not hyperbole um, Because not too long before that I had already had I had already been in a in a car chase I had already been in A car chase From the police And I had already had a few guns Pulled on me A couple of them that pulled the trigger But that's another here nor there um, But the best thing she ever did for me Was she let me sit Mm-hmm. She loved me. She was there for me. Um, she didn't. She didn't turn away from me. She didn't turn her back on me. I was still her son, but she knew for that moment, for the road that I was on, that the best thing she could do for me was just to let me know I was there. Mm-hmm. That she was there for me. She prayed for me, and she just let me ride it out. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have to. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to let people ride it out and I know it hurts yeah. because it goes back to those labels yeah. it goes back to those titles it goes back to what but this is my child mm-hmm. this is my wife this is my husband this is my this is my this is my friend mm-hmm. how can I when I know my friend is hurting or if I know all oh my I know my friend is in a bad way if I know my friend is making bad decisions mm-hmm. as someone who loves them how, how can I how can I because mm-hmm. sometimes in a situation like that, you're more of a hindrance. Yeah, I was about to help. say that. A huge, a huge hindrance. Yeah, because if I know that no matter what decision I make, that I always have somebody who's going to bail me out. Mm-hmm. If I know that there's never any true consequences to my actions. Mm-hmm. If I know I, if I know that I may be inconvenienced, but I'll never have to suffer. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then what? Um. What incentives do I have to make a change at that point? Mm-hmm. What incentives do I have to do something different, to make a better decision, to try something different? Mm-hmm. If I know that you're always going to be there to bail me out, you're always going to be there to fill me up to the detriment of yourself. Right. That makes sense? It makes a lot of sense. I think when you talk about Lisa Turkers, um, I think we're pronouncing the name I've, correctly. I've, I think I think Turkish. I think it is. Think yes, it is Turkish. Um another thing that she said in that same sermon is she was saying children explain adults in form. That changed my life. Right. Say it, it was, again it, for the people in the back. Yes, it children explain things adults in form. 
right? And I think what we need to understand too is we are so busy explaining to the person why we want them to change or why we want something for them versus informing them when you are ready, I'm here for you. Right. But I'm not going to go down with the reason why and explain to you why I'm trying to help you, explain to you why you make me feel the way you do. Doing a whole bunch of explaining. And here's the thing. We're not talking about a situation where you, you, you get into argument with somebody one time and you explain and y'all talking. We're not talking about that. We're talking about that this is time and time again that we are saving or talking or trying to assist someone in a way that they don't want to be assisted right now. Yeah. And so if I got to explain while I'm helping you this entire time, more than one time and over a period of time, no, at this point, I'm an adult. Let me inform you that this season of for me is over and I respect you and I love you and I'm available to you when you need me, but I'm not going to force myself on you. Or, Cause I even see people now, which is, and again, this has been a weird, weird month for us. Well, people are forcing themselves to help people. Yeah. Like you gotta, how do I have to force my, you need help. So I'm, but I'm, I'm forcing myself to help you. Right. And you're still pushing away, but I'm still forcing you. You have to be like, no, I'm available. If anything that you need, let me know. I'm here for you. But, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to back up and I'm going to respect you as an adult. Cause I'm an adult. And this is the season that you're in. I'm not going to keep explaining to you why I'm trying to help you or explain to you why this would not be good for you we're we're both adults you've sh because you've been informing me from from the beginning that this is who you are and this what you want you right now this is who you choose to be right and i'm your child right trying to explain to you why this wouldn't be good for you right versus being an adult and going i respect it right so when she said that that stopped me from doing a, when I, that sermon right there just that little bit stopped me from doing a lot of things me personally that i was doing in reference to explain to people and we do it all the time and we do stuff like explaining stuff that don't even need to be explained no like i it's so funny like at, at jobs you'll be like i'm not coming in today there are people who say i won't be into work today and that's it they're done period and then there's people like that's i won't sentence. be that's that's the sentence but then there's people who'll be like i'm not coming to work today because i have two doctor's appointment and a dentist and this and that and the other no no in actuality you don't have to do any of that mm. the i'm not essay. coming in today is all that needs to be said that's right the end of the sentence. that's the end of the sentence but we have a tendency of wanting to explain ourselves about everything and that's where we need to just be like no i'm an adult I'm informing you. This is where I am. I'm informing you what I can do for you. I'm informing you all that I'm going to do for you. I'm informing you that I love you and I'm here for you and I care about you. And then let it go. Yeah. And let also, don't misunderstand. It's not condoning the behavior. Right. Because you decide to not try to fix the behavior, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you condone it. Right. They're not They're not mutually exclusive. Right. Because I can... I can I can um, not agree with your behavior. I can not agree with your lifestyle. I can not agree with the decisions you make, but also not try to fix it. Right. I can do that. It's okay. Yeah, because I don't try to fix it. It doesn't mean that I condone. It doesn't mean that I agree. It doesn't mean that I'm being complicit in your behavior. Mm -hmm. No, it just means that I choose to set a boundary that because you've already shown me right now that you don't want to do anything different. Right. 
Um, anybody who's listened to the show for any period of time know that I'm an analogy person. And one of my favorite analogies to use, especially in a situation like this, is the drowning person. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is if you've ever seen a person who's drowning, they're fighting. They fight mm -hmm. to stay above water. Yeah. And a lot of the times what happens is that when a person tries swims out to try to save that person, if the person is too panicked, Mm -hmm. then they're still fighting and they're bringing both down with them. Mm -hmm. So they're going down and then they're also bringing down the person mm -hmm. that's trying to save them. At some point, you have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. So at some point, you have to, self-preservation has to kick in. Yeah. And you got to say, I can't save you. Yeah. And you have to let go. Right. Because what happens is you're so busy trying to save them mm -hmm. that you don't realize you're drowning. You're drowning. So now their head is above water. Mm -hmm. Your head is beneath water. You're gargling. Because they're using you. As the ladder. As the ladder. Mm -hmm. They're using you as the flotation device. Mm -hmm. So as their, as their head is above, you're below. And you're trying to figure out how did you get there. Mm -hmm. now, you're, now you're taking in water. Now you're fighting for air and they're fine because yeah. you didn't know when to cut loose. And yeah. once again, we're not saying, so please don't misunderstand mm -hmm. because no, I would never tell you that you have that sibling that's going through some things that, that, that makes bad decisions. That's not quite right. I'm not saying to totally turn your back on them and cut them loose and not, no, that's not what we're saying at all. Mm -hmm. But what we are saying is that, at some point in time, you have to believe what they're saying. Mm -hmm. This is the person that in this stage of their life that they are right now. Right, in this season. In this season. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean that it won't change. But right now, mm -hmm. this is the person that they are. And they keep telling you this and they keep showing you this. Mm -hmm. And they're showing you by their actions and they're showing you by every time that you offer a hand, they slap it away. Metaphorically, sometimes physically. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and every time and every time you extend yourself, mm -hmm. they move back further. Every time you expel energy, you have to double your energy because mm -hmm. nothing is changing with their behavior. Yep. So at some point, you just have to stop and, respect and say it. and respect it and say, OK, this is who you are right now. I respect it. Mm -hmm. And like my beautiful wife said, and just you don't owe them an explanation. This I I don't agree but I'm here mm -hmm. when you decide to do something different. Yeah. When you decide to make a change, when you decide that this life is not working for you anymore, mm -hmm. I'll be here. Yeah. But until then I can't keep pouring into you, right. depleting myself mm -hmm. and losing myself in this. Yeah. And also remember, and don't get angry at them because of the choices that you're making. You're choosing to pour into them. You're choosing to continue to go down that road after they keep showing you and telling you that this is not who they are and this is not what they want. So you can't get upset when they've been showing you and telling you, whether it's verbally, mentally, spiritually, whatever the case is, that this is not what I want or this is not what I want to do. You cannot get mad at them if they keep continually showing you that and you're going, no, but you do. Or no, I'm going to help you. And it's not what they want. You cannot get mad at them. At this point, you're going to have to deal with the, the woman or the man in the mirror at that point. Yeah. And we said to yourself, what keeps me to continue to go down this road with them when they are truly showing me that unfortunately at this at this season, again, because people change, we're going to keep saying that at this season, this juncture of their lives, they don't need what you're trying to give. And then after you realize that 
ask yourself, what is my motives? Yeah. What is my what's making me push so hard to do this when they don't want it? And you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even ask for it. Sometimes we, yeah. sometimes we get mad at them mm-hmm. when they never, when they never even ask for our help. Yeah, absolutely. But we in we interjected ourselves into a mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. And then they don't respond the way we think they should. Yeah. And then now we're upset with them or we're mad at them. Where if we step back for a moment mm-hmm. and we re-examine the whole situation, right. we realize, you know what? You never even asked for my help. Right. You never even asked for me to be a part of the situation. Right. I decided to make myself a part of the situation. Make myself available. I decided that I knew what was best. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fix this situation. Mm-hmm. And, but now, like I said, but now they don't respond the way I think they should. They don't show the gratitude, but they never yeah. ask for it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm mad. And now my feelings are hurt. Now I'm upset. Yeah. Now I don't feel valued mm-hmm. when in all honesty, they never asked for my help to begin with. Right. And the most hurtful thing is to do that. And the person say to you, but I didn't ask you to do that for me. Like, because you can hear that all the time. You do something for someone and you'd be like, well, thank you. And they'd be like, I didn't even ask you to do that. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out why you got an attitude about something I didn't ask you to do. You did this on your own. That will make you go to jail. <laughs> Seriously, that that is where you are in handcuffs in the back of the police car because in actuality they told the truth. And again, you're not mad at them. You're mad at yourself. yourself. But you figure how dare they I did it. So how dare you say that to me? Just say thank you. But not if you're going to give off an attitude like you did something like you came and was Captain Saver. You know what? So at that point, so you want to bring that up and they like, but I didn't ask you to do that. You know, so why I, are you looking for a thank you for that? You know, when I had my my aha moment when it came to that situation, mm, which kid did it to you? Actually, it wasn't a kid. It was really? a total. It was a total really? stranger. Oh, oh, okay. I'm total sorry. Stranger. Sorry, children. We love you. No, um, I in a lot of ways I'm traditional in my thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, some would say old fashioned. That's your grandparents. That's my grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, from time to time, my wife would say a little chauvinistic. Hmm. Depends on the day. I can't fight it. Yeah. I am who I am. Ha ha ha. But what happened was is that so I was raised a certain way. Regardless, you open a door for a young lady. You open a door for a young lady. Um mm-hmm. you know, you pull out the chair for her when she sits down. Certain mm-hmm. certain things. You say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir. Right. And for a lot of the times and people get mad, but it's not for you. It's I'm just showing you respect. Right. I'm just showing you respect. Mm, say it. Whether you want it or not, I'm I'm gonna show you respect. Mm-hmm. But one day I was out in the out in the wilderness, and I was um <laughs> out in the wilderness, out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. and I was at some retail store, and a a lady was walking up behind me, and so my instinct always, whenever I'm walking in with a, a, a lady or I'm walking ahead of her, I will stop. I'll open a door for her, and I'll let her go first. I'll open the door, let her and let her go first. Mm-hmm. Typically, you know, if you do that for somebody, they'll typically say thank you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this lady never even acknowledged me. Mm. She never acknowledged me. She never even looked up. She just kept it pushing. She, right. she kept it um, pushing. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, I got mad. I was like, "How rude can you be?" It's like you don't even say thank you. But then I had an epiphany. Um, sir, she, she never asked you to do that for her. Right. She didn't. She didn't even know you. Right. She didn't ask you to open the door. Mm-hmm. You chose to open the door for her. Right. So whether she says thank you or not has nothing to do because this action had really had nothing to do with her. Exactly. This, this is- and, yeah. This interaction had nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. You chose to stop. You chose to open a door. 
you chose to wait for her to go through Mm -hmm. had nothing to do with her so why are you mad because she didn't acknowledge your action when she never even asked for the action exactly and also because what you think is this is common courtesy but what's common to one person is not common common to everybody everybody else right right? common sense ain't common common, exactly so you in your mind when I hold the door common sense says to say thank you you know you didn't open it for yourself and you be getting all like you hear I said you ain't open it for yourself so you know you know but what happens is you don't know what was on that person's mind right you did that as a courtesy whether she say and we have to understand that too when we when people show them show us who they are and we do things for them remind yourself that you're doing it as a courtesy unless you have a motive yeah because if you have a motive that means you want something from them you need something from them but if it's a common courtesy and of course you'd be like they should say thank you they should say i mean i've done things for people and and they just don't say thank you and i used to get upset now i don't even get upset i'm like whatever because I know my motives are pure. I did what I needed to do. Right. And so I'm finished with it. So whether they say it would be nice to say thank you, but that's not what I'm going out after. I'm going after fixing the problem, fixing the situation or doing something that my heart told me to do and move on with my life. Yeah. So that's where I am with that. Yeah. So you you got that brother who um, a little immature, uh, a little ir- irresponsible and and you trying to help him with his maturity. You mm-hmm. you you getting stuff done for him and you doing applications because he's not working or whatever mm-hmm. or he needs a better job and mm-hmm. so you putting in applications for him you mm-hmm. calling you doing this you calling doing that and then you getting mad that he not even saying thank you or mm-hmm. he not even being grateful or acknowledging that you're doing or acknowledging it. you're doing right, it but, exactly. but ask the question did he ask you to do it in the first place mm-hmm. did did he ask for your help or you just said well, oh, well I'm just going to take it upon myself to do it okay when you take it upon yourself to do it right then you're not looking for gratitude at that point. Right. At that point, you're not looking for acknowledgement because once again, he never asked you to do it. And he never asked you to do it. Yep. So it goes back to kind of what we said in the beginning of this conversation. Mm-hmm. What are your motives? Why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Is it, is it selfish? Are you doing it to make yourself look better? Are mm-hmm. you doing it? Why are you doing it? Why are you, because you, you just have to be the savior of everybody. Yeah. You know? So why are you doing it? What are your motives yeah. behind why don't you believe them once mm-hmm. again not saying that this is who they are forever because we all change we yeah. all grow we all I'm, I'm hoping that you're different today than you were yesterday mm-hmm. you know that's the goal the goal is always to be a little different you know the day you know to, today than I was yesterday yeah so I mean so no and here's the flip side <laughs> what's the flip side Ah, Holy Spirit. The flip side is if you're that reliable person that's already, then you show them that you're reliable all the time. Don't get mad when they call you all the time. To be reliable. To be reliable. Because that's what you're showing them, right? And you're not, you don't have any boundaries. So we're not only talking about when someone is, needs you in an area but we also talking about the fact that if you're this a reliable person or you're the person everybody call on or you're the person who does all of that and then and this is what you've been all the time because this is what you showed them that who you are so they're believing you in in this method that you're the fixer or or the negotiator or whatever they believe because this is what you showed them so when they call on you to, for in these areas I ask you or call and be like can you do this can you do that don't get upset because this is what you showed them and you also haven't put boundaries on it and you also haven't notified them that this part of your season of your life is over if that makes sense right because maybe that season you that's who you were in that season but you've changed but you can't get mad now 
when it flips on you and they like, well, Jesus, you showed me who you are. So mm-hmm. I'm going to believe you and I'm going to use, I'm going to use what you showed me because I need it. I need what you have. Right. So you can't get upset about that too, unless you put some boundaries on that. Does that make sense? You know, that like that's, that's, that's another side of it as well. So uh, yeah. No, I think that's a, I think it's a good place to end. Yeah. We, it's been a, it's been a month. Yeah. It's been a month. It's been a month y'all. The moral of the story is it's, it's been, been a, a month. month for the Crenshaw. <laughs> it's been a month for the Crenshaw. Um, I know it's kind of awkward ending, but, um, do you have a final thought? No, actually, just remember what she said. Children explain adults in form. That's it. That's all yeah. I got. Changed my life. And Changed me. Mine is going to be, uh, I'm going to quote um, Dr. Maya Angelou. Mm. When someone shows you who they are. Believe them. Believe them. Yes, Lord. That's and that really is my final thought. Yeah. Um, family. Like I said, this has been a little different episode. It's a, it's a little um, different episode. My wife was kind of a little shaky to start with. You know, <laughs> she got it together though. Jackie Rose. No, I'm just saying. Jackie Rose. Jackie Rose. So and she's a little. Did he shaky. scream her name or something? No, nah, he didn't scream her name. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But uh, okay. he could have lived. She all she had to do was move over. If that boy was big enough for both of them. I'm not gonna do this. But anyway, mm-hmm. family, thank you for listening. We love you guys so much. However you're you. listening, whether it's on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, or on our own personal website at www.thecrunchrockcorner.com. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast, which means we can be found on the socials. We're on TikTok, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all under the Crenshaw Corner. Mm. And of course, you can email us at any time at the Crenshaw Corner gmail.com. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner gmail.com. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.